and Rachel Callagher from Auckland Emergency Management Duty, who is the Auckland Management Duty Controller, joins us now. Uh, hi, Rachel. Uh, is Auckland out of the woods now? Uh, well, certainly heavy rain and winds have eased, uh, Lisa, and uh, there's currently no watches or warnings in effect, which I think is a very good thing. Uh, we still have a little bit of a chance of some um, thunderstorms uh, possibly coming through in some showers tonight uh, through to about 8, eight o'clock, but um, look, they're not at that warning or watch level, so um, you know, all things are pointing in the right direction. What was the extent of the damage from, from the deluge overnight? Well, the deluge overnight wasn't as bad as what we saw on Friday night. However, it did cause a range of issues across the region and some of those quite serious. So um, we did have uh, a number of additional landslips, including uh, some that have caused damage to buildings um, and put people at risk, uh, as well as you know impacts on our roads, our rail network as well. Yeah, the slips are pretty striking and lots of people would have seen them. So what actually can you do about that where you have a situation where houses are teetering and potentially the risk is ongoing? Is there bracing being done? What happens with those parts of the city? Well, that's part of the work that our building assessment team is doing at the moment. So they are going out across the affected areas and assessing buildings, you know, both residential and commercial for their safety. Um, and part of that process is, is, is issuing, you know, if a building is not able to be occupied without, you know, doing some immediate remedial works to make it safe, then they'll be issued a red placard um, and people can't go back into those buildings until that work's been done. Do you know how many slips you've had in total? Not the number of slips, you know, there will be more slips than we know about because of course there's, you know, there are areas that are remote um, and outside of sort of easy to view range. Um, but, you know, there are a significant number of slips and that's probably the one of the things I would I would just say is that, you know, while the rain or the heavy rain might be over um, for now, we still have really sodden ground conditions and we could still see some impacts from that wet weather uh, for days to come. So already 168 properties red stickered and, and over 680 yellow stickered. How many more inspections are there to be done? Well, slight update. Um, we've made a bit more progress on that today, so the numbers are slightly higher than that. But um, we're hoping by the end of this week we will have broken the back of those building assessments. I think the team at the moment is getting sort of through about 700 to 1,000 assessments a day based on the current resourcing we've got on the ground. Um, and yes, hoping that we'll get through that by the end of the week. Um, obviously, the weather last night did cause some additional issues, and including in some areas that um, weren't as much impacted by Friday's event. So um, there might be a little bit more work for them to do there, but they've allowed some, some contingency in that. Rachel, do you have the numbers to hand for those um, yellow and red stickers? Uh, 175 red placards. Yep. Uh, 760 yellow placards or stickers. So are the, are the red sticker properties, are they fixable or do they just get bold? No. Um, so for both of those, so uh, a red sticker or placard basically means that that property, you know, there's something seriously wrong with it right now that needs to be addressed before people can, can use it again. Um, so, you know, there needs to be a piece of work done in consultation with our building control team to, to get a plan in place for those. For the yellow placarded buildings, that, that generally means that there's been some level of water egress or, or some land instability, which means that parts of the building might be compromised or the use is compromised in some way, um, and there may be some conditions around how it is used. How are you rehoming people, or what's happening with that? So, you know, they go to an emergency uh, centre, they might have short-term accommodation, but some of these are very long-term fixes. So what's happening with alternative accommodation? 
Yeah, so you're right. That people will have different needs. You know, some people might need uh, very temporary accommodation through to some that will need much longer accommodation. Um, and for that longer accommodation need, we work with uh, Ministry of Social Development um, and uh, we, there is a temporary accommodation service that, that then we channel people through to find, you know, to find them those longer-term solutions. So um, really the way that we do that is working with individuals, assessing their specific circumstances and needs and then connecting them in through the right agencies for those for those longer-term arrangements. Appreciate your time, Rachel. That's Rachel Callahan, so Auckland Emergency Management Duty Controller. It's a big title for a big job.